Hello, thank you for coming back to my podcast. I am happy to have you here. This is a series of single motherhood as an expat, and we begin now with episode one, Honey Falling Off the Moon. Getting divorced is not an easy thing to do. It's not a honeymoon. It's rather the honey falling off the moon. In 2007, I was getting divorced, and for the first time after arriving to the United States, I was facing a life as a separated woman, a future divorcee with a baby, and I was unemployed at that time. I was still looking for a job, and it was going to be my first job in America. When I came to this country, I came because I got married um, with my husband at that time, who became the father of my kid and later my ex-husband. Even when I was already married in Mexico, I came to the United States with a fiancé visa with no permission to work. But then in 2005, right around when I got pregnant, I finally got my green card. And with that, I could start looking for a job, but getting recently pregnant, it didn't make sense to me to go back to, go back to work and to be working by the time I was going to have my kid. I really wanted to be with my kid. So it's what I did. I was pregnant, had my baby, and 12 months later, I started again with the search of a job. Divorce was inevitable and it was difficult to face without my family or my old friends. Everybody was in my uh, original country, which is Mexico. I started reading a lot of books, positive books, watched positive movies, prayed a lot. And I started my journey with my baby. I separated, separated and got the support of local friends like Mercedes and her husband, Fabiana, as well. Mercedes was living uh, only a few minutes from my home, so she, she would come every Sunday to pick us up for a barbecue at her place. I luckily am very grateful, had the support of my parents, my sisters, my friends, from my city, my cousins, and a friend in San Francisco, which name is Francisco. From far, and I had myself, my baby, and the determination of walking my path to be happy, to find a job, and to succeed. When all the divorce turmoil started, I met a woman at the gym and she gave me the information of a teacher, Mr. Wyke. He worked in one of the private schools in Rochester. I called him and he gave me an appointment at the school and invited me to his uh, class. After the class, he introduced me with the principal had a small talk with the principal, and just like that, I got in the substitute list of teachers. I became a common presence in the school. They allowed me to be there 
and help other teachers with no payment. But pretty soon, the school started to call me and asking for substituting. First for Spanish and later for different subjects. So there I was, very proud, teaching as a sub-teacher for Spanish. Kindergarten to sixth grade, mathematics, elementary school, history for elementary school. And I was invited to apply tests for the higher school students. It may seem simple to many of you, but I was so proud. And during all this time, I was praying and I was confident that I was going to get a full-time job for a few months. That's all I wanted. That's all I needed, few months, because I knew I was going to live in Arizona. Even though nothing was clear about Arizona since we were still in the process of getting divorced. But in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, even with the stress, even with the stress I had on the streets full of snow in Rochester, I was already walking in the desert. I was already among the cactuses. I was already enjoying the landscape of the desert. I even could feel the heat. I was pushing my son's stroller and visualizing everything over the snow. I even sang with my son as a made-up song, which is says, Arizona, Arizona, here we go, here we go, wait for us, we will live in Arizona, Arizona. I asked God for a job that last only those few months, the months I needed before I moved to Arizona. So I was specific. I prayed for a pregnant teacher that she needed to be substituted for maternity leave. I didn't know anyone, but I was sure that she existed. Just with that player, an ad from a newspaper came to my hands. It said, you send your resume to such and such address to be a sub teacher for a couple of months. And that was another private school that it was very, very close to where I live. Instead of sending my resume to the address, I went to the school and met the person that was at the entrance of the school, asked for the principal offices, went to the principal offices and did not find the principal. So I had to leave my resume with the receptionist. And she said that I didn't need to come back, that she will just give the resume to the principal. And if they wanted to have an interview with me, they will call me. So what did I do? I went two days later and sat down outside the principal's office. I was not going to wait to see if he liked me on paper. By luck, the principal showed up soon after I arrived and he thought I was a mom of one of the students, introduced himself, asking how could he help. Two, what I say, oh, yes, you can help me. Uh, you can give me the job of the 
sub-teacher that you're looking for to be uh, working in a couple of weeks and then that's the way that you can help me. So he laughed and after I introduced myself, he told me that there was a place to send the resumes. But since I was there, I was he was going to introduce me with the teacher. And we went there, walked to the classroom, wait for the teacher to finish her class. And she was a beautiful lady with a full belly. She was married to a Mexican and they were about to have their first son. The principal introduced me and said, I think I found your teacher. To what she said, oh, this is fantastic. I offer my resume again since I have copies. And she was very nice and told me that uh, she was going to call me for an interview. A couple of days later, she called me and we have an interview with her and the person in charge of languages. The interview went well since I got the job. They got, they asked for my recommendations from the other school and they really liked what they said about me. At that time, I already had a few months working in the other school. Two weeks later, after I was introduced to the Spanish teacher, I was at 6 a.m. already all dressed up with very, very puffy clothes and my son all with his puffy clothes too on the stroller walking to his daycare. I will push the the stroller and I will be singing the Arizona song all the way, 20 minutes to the daycare, 17 minutes to the school. I parked my car, uh, not my car, I parked with a stroller (laughs) inside the classroom, which I had permission to put in there. And taught the classes during the whole day and at the end of the school day, I will walk 17 minutes with an empty stroller to my son, to get my son, and then 20 minutes to go home. So I got in a pretty good shape. I was walking at minimum uh, like 40 minutes a day. No, it was more. It was almost like a, an hour a day, plus every all the walking that you had to do when you're working in a school. My students were very nice. They were around 16 years old. They were very smart kids. kids. They, um, I really enjoyed working with them. They were well educated, well spoken, outspoken, and very creative. In the meantime, when this part was happy in my life, um, I had the other things happening Divorce was still happening. And even though there were many advances, there were many setbacks as well. At that time, I was introduced to the vision board and I made my first vision board. You may imagine everything was related to Arizona. My son, myself, the parks, the pools, the 
sunsets, the sunrises, the mountains, everything that I was um, yearning for. So every time that I had a setback, I just went to my vision board and breathe and breathe and breathe it until it was embedded in my body. And then peace will come. They were countless meetings or not meetings, a court, um, they were called court appointments. And every time that we have a court appointment, it was nerve wracking because you never knew what the other party was going to come with and how everything was going to turn out. But I trusted. And just like that, episode one ends. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in with my podcast on my podcast. Hope to see you next time. And always remember, if you are looking for help with your real estate needs, just call me and I can help you to buy or home or sell the home that you want. Stay tuned for next episode. I will talk to you about the core time and some more things. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy your life. Follow your path and follow your longing. Whatever it is that is that you are longing for is your call. That's what I think. Have a fantastic day. And thank you for visiting. Good morning, Arizona.